0: Hello and welcome back to episode 45 on Tuck Shorts. I'm your host, Field Swogel, and this is my podcast aka My Dad, Mark
1: Wiggle. Hey everybody, it is almost the last day of February. We haven't recorded in a while. In fact, it's been so long that all of President's Day weekend happened. We took a trip to Utah, and not only did we go to Utah. Who else went to Salt Lake City? Well,
0: about twenty NBA All Stars, uh, All Stars at fan voted and coach voted, and uh, Post Malone, I believe, also made a debut on the All Star game. So, yeah, a lot of celebrities in Utah.
1: While we're bringing it up, I know it's a little bit out of order, but Felix, we didn't watch much of the All Star game. I believe you have an opinion about um, how it went down.
0: Yeah, well, um, it just was kind of a buzzkill of an all-star game. You know, quote from my friend Lachlan who did watch it, it kind of seemed like a layup line. Giannis, <laughs> Giannis, uh, like, subbed out due to a wrist injury in the first, like, 10 seconds after scoring, you know, a layup. Kind of like the Draymond to Clay thing on Clay Day. And yeah, it was just a ton of people, like, you know, I know you're not supposed to play defense, but they just really were not playing defense. Kind and of
1: interesting. The fans that,
0: were bored; just wasn't there.
1: Kind of interesting that even though you have the most spectacular athletes, and we all like to watch the dunks and highlights, basketball without defense is not that interesting.
0: True, sure, really true. Hmm.
1: One to ponder. Okay, but back to the normal order of things on Untucked Shorts. Our first segment is
0: the Jersey episode or the Jersey segment. Um, and you know, episode forty-five. Forty-five seems pretty dull and boring. You know, from 45 to 60, I don't know too many stars, but this 45 is actually very interesting. Dad, um, would you like to introduce us? Sure.
1: I did a little bit of homework on this. And first, a uh, uh, simple math question. What is 45 divided by 2? Two?
0: 22.5.
1: And if you round 22.5 up to the nearest whole integer?
0: Whoa. 23. That's the right. That's a NBA number.
1: And the person in May 23, the most popular number or famous number in NBA history, Michael Jordan. Now, why did Michael Jordan choose number 23?
0: Well, his brothers seemed to have dibs on 45 when he was in high school, and so he chose just half of it.
1: That's exactly right. So Jordan wanted to be 45 all along, and in fact, and this is an obscure piece of trivia that I'd completely forgotten about, when Jordan came back from his two-year hiatus playing baseball, and he decided he wouldn't wear 23 again because it was the number that his father had seen him play in in last, and his father was uh, horribly—was murdered— Uh, in North Carolina during those two years. And so Jordan, out of respect for his father, said, I'm not going to wear that number again. I'll wear 45, which is the number I wanted to wear all along. So he came out on the court in his return to the Chicago Bulls in the 1996 season, I think, wearing number 45, and he wore that number for 22 games, but something wasn't quite right. He didn't feel as if he had his spark, his oomph. He didn't play particularly well. And even though the number had already been retired by the Bulls and he got fined $25,000 for wearing it, he came out one night back in number 23.
0: Back in number 23, um, you know, he'd only been averaging, I think, 19 points throughout that whole 22-game slow status. And, you know, the 23 kind of just explodes. It's like a quote in an interview. But, yeah, a very interesting number. Actually, thank you, Dad.
1: Yeah, we have a full podcast today. We've got a lot to talk about. Um, we got, we're got we going to talk about some injuries, some disappearing Warriors players. We're going to talk about some games that we've just uh, made it through a gauntlet without Curry. And we've got, of course, predictions on games coming up. Felix, what do we want to talk about first? Well,
0: first, we got to talk about that Curry injury. I don't truly think we will covered it. We'll make it quick, though. Our last true recording before the emergency pod was with Nikhil and Forab right before the Mavericks game, and on that Mavericks game, I think Curry hit his knee?
1: Well, we he saw him. We were at the game and yeah. he went flying out of bounds, banged his knee. Went it up looked, the,
0: like, five aisles. It looked
1: bad, right? It looked like he didn't come crashing to the floor, but he looked limping immediately. We had a feeling, you and I watching it, that this, this this
0: isn't good. Yeah, immediately left the game, did not return, and then later found out that he had some kind of knee bang and has been out for the last uh, seven games since. Hopefully we'll return within the next week or two. But, you know, we've been fending our own without him until the strange disappearance. It's like, this has been like, February has been like the Bermuda Triangle. All these disappearing players. And our second disappearance was Andrew Wiggins.
1: Yeah, we don't know the story. No, everybody's keeping it very hush-hush. He's, He's not injured, apparently. He's not, like, sick with COVID. But the team just says that for some private family-related Family. reason, he's not playing these days, not not showing up at games, and no timetable for when he'll be and back. this is
0: scary because, you know, when, with an injury, a doctor can predict a return, good or bad. And you just really don't know if he'll come back game seven of the finals or he'll be back in three days' time. It's really just a black hole. Um, But on some good news of the week – Mr. Clay Thompson has been popping off, averaging something like, uh, what, like eight threes over the past two games? Yeah,
1: that's true. We've needed him to step up. He's been um, filling a big hole for us with Curry and Wiggins and now Draymond out for two games. And, you know, we glossed right over it in our emergency podcast. We were so excited about GP2 coming to town. But after we recorded that pod, we learned that GP2 was coming to town, but
0: wasn't healthy. Yeah, he had a stomach surgery over the summer and had been out for the Blazers. And the Blazers, with time ticking away at their playoff potential debut, they decided to play Gary Payton second through pain, giving him some drugs. And they did not include that information when we traded and worked so hard on draft day to get Gary Payton second. So now Gary Payton, you know, we're actually a smart uh, team we have a smartphone office and so we will not be playing him until his predicted return on in may when he will be fully healthy so assuming that we make it to the second round of the playoffs we may see gary payton but this has really been a bummer
1: so what this means for us is that this week no curry no wiggins draymond's injured gp2 isn't playing Igadala, i don't know what his deal is all the more reason we need Clay to step up, and he's been doing it. And so, so
0: has Vincenzo. as a quick sign note. In
1: the last eight games, we're 5-3, and three, holding serve without these uh, best players on our team, and pretty lucky to be 31-30 and 30, and currently, I think, in seventh place in the yep. West. Is that right? In Still jumbled up?
0: Just past Minnesota, who we beat last night, Nas Reed really has something against the Ducks. Yeah, he always is, plays well against us. He always plays well against us. Not pretty annoying, but yeah. On other news, a very active week for the Golden State Warriors, uh, Anthony Lamb only has four games left because he's on a two-way contract and cannot play the whole season. And
1: So a big decision coming up about that 15th roster spot, whether we give it to Lamb, who obviously Steve Kerr trusts, he was in the game at the end of another close, close fourth quarter, or Ty Jerome, who also is playing well and is an important point guard backup, especially if Curry's injured. What do you think, Felix? What's this I mean, uh both of these up?
0: players are just so key when we're digging so far down the roster? Like, in my opinion, I would actually cut Ryan Rollins.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Apparently I learned today that he has some contract, which means we could have tried to trade him at the trade deadline, but we can't cut him without owing him millions of dollars for the next few years. So it seems unlikely, unlikely that we would just we'll outright. To him. And apparently he also is injured, just Throw that
0: on the heap. Yeah, but both of these players have been so key. With Curry out, obviously we need a backup star. When Jordan Poole, you know, decides to get too many technicals, following Draymond's footsteps, well, or just steps. can't hit, and just yeah, hit a shot. shot.
1: three-point percentage.
0: But three Anthony ball. Lamb's defense, his tough offense, and he can hit big threes when it matters most. Um, I really love both of these players, but in my opinion, with only four games to the probable decision. I would keep Lamb.
1: Mm, you heard it here. I think that's a, a understandable perspective. We we need guys who can bang, get rebounds, get uh get get a nice three point shot going. And so um I would say I probably err on the Ty Jerome side. I think um that, that ball handling not somebody who's reliable when all these other fragile point guards
0: But okay. This has been the end of our first segment of Untucked Shorts. It
1: sounds like you you think we should take a break.
0: Sounds like we should take a break. But first, we must have the spiciest play of the game. And uh, I'll give you a second to think there, folks. But my spiciest play easily goes to Jonathan Kaminga, Last night, caught the ball and just gave us a right-hand slam.
1: Against the Timberwolves. Against yeah. the Timberwolves.
0: And he, he's been on the spicy playlist quite a bit
1: lately. He has. We're, we're big fans of Kamiga here on the pod. For me, the Spiciest Play of the Week, and I will admit it, um, I didn't see the Lakers game right after the All-Star break. We didn't watch the Houston Rockets game against the All-Star break. We've been falling off the bandwagon. But last night, Clay hit an miraculous – I think it was only a two-point shot from the quarter, late in the fourth quarter. Oh, But that was just like, I didn't even see him to get the ball out of his hands and he, he, he just made another clutch shot. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo also pretty spicy against the Timberwolves last week and we're gonna need more of it as we try and uh, hold off the Trailblazers. Oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. You're getting ahead
0: of yourself. Okay. We'll see you guys right after the break.
1: Hello and welcome back to Untucked Shorts episode 45, recording in late February, just after the all Star break. Coming down to the final stretch of the season, every game matters, especially in the incredibly jumbled up Western Conference. So, Felix, we've got another five game stretch of games. We're gonna predict them right here. Tomorrow night, we play the Portland Trailblazers at home. Damian Lillard just scored seventy one points, but we won two in a row. Hooray! Who do you like in tomorrow night's game against the Trailblazers? Mars,
0: have you heard of the hype man? The hype man. I have.
1: I've been reading about the hype man. What God, makes you say that?
0: You sound like a ultimate sports broadcaster oh. who just got back from his wedding day and is just <laughs> ready to announce Game Seven of the finals.
1: I'm so. I'm. That just, was
0: such a quick oh, feeling. can catch a breath. That was amazing. Dad, what
1: a great compliment. Um, I'm feeling. I'm well, I forgot, the I forgot what you asked.
0: I forgot what you asked. I, so I asked blown
1: you who's going to win? Marv gets the trail.
0: Oh, well, we're not going to win. I hate to really bring really? down our whole thing, but uh. Lillard's coming off a really high, and you know, we're without four of our starters, yeah. or three, Yeah, and you know, I dare say one, th- the three most important, you know, am not talking about Clay, and I just can't see us winning, um, I think they're going to get us, but Dad, let's turn it to you, going to Hollywood, um, we play the Lakers at home, or we're not going to Hollywood. We're hosting Hollywood.
1: And actually, our first game, um, we, we play both teams from L.A. in the next week, but first we play the Clippers here at home. And that's going to be tough. It's the first time we're going to see Russell Westbrook and your favorite, Mason Plumlee, in Clippers uniforms. I think that's going to be a tough game. And I don't like to bet against our team. I always have faith, but I think those those guys are, are going to get hot. Kawhi is healthy, apparently. Paul George I think we're going to lose to the Clippers. Yeah, I
0: mean, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and, you know, the GOAT, Mason Plumlee. Really. That's going to be hard to do. Um, Which right takes now, we're us in. So,
1: boy, this next five-game stretch is starting off bleak. After that, the Pelicans come to town. Another intimidating, dangerous team. But they've kind of lost a little step since early in the season. What do you like?
0: I, I like us. I like us. I think Draymond's will be back. I don't know when Curry's comes back. I need to study up more on that. He could be back in the next five games. And so I'm getting our first win on the board. Um for at home against New Orleans. I'm putting a win. Now going back to Hollywood, this time actually in Hollywood, we're playing the LA Lakers. That's and
1: I like our chances. I we played we we laid an egg. Is that the expression? Laid an egg? That
0: sounds weird, but I'll- you
1: kind of get, get the vibe. Okay, fine. Nope. After after the All-Star <laughs> break, we went to L.A., lost to the Lakers. <laughs> that was the ugly. I think this time we go down there with a, a little bit of fighting spirit, hopefully off of that win against the Pelicans. And um, we can take it to them. We should beat these guys. So I'm predicting us to beat the Lakers, and then we have one more road stop in the next five-game stretch, and back to Oklahoma City. Who do you like against uh, Shea Gillis, think- Alexander,
0: and Company? G- Gillis? Gilgius.
1: G- Gilgius? Gilius?
0: Gil- Gil- g- 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 Shea Gilgius Alexander.
1: Gilgius.
0: Gilgius. I know, it sounds like some Gilgius. kind of animal you find in a pond. It does, it But Gilgius. yeah, okay. Um, I'm have to look g- maybe bacteria? G- I'm not sure. Yeah. But, no, no against against Gilgius. Gilgius, I predict the biggest feast of the season. They are bad, I hate to come down to OKC, but they are bad defense, um, you know, rankingly. We have Clay, who's on an all-time high. We have Poole, who's going to like to drive. We have Draymond, who's going to dish it out. I feel like we're, like, we, as we predicted, we're coming off of a two-game winning streak, and this is going to be, like, a 50-point blowout. I, uh, think we're gonna...
1: I love it. The enthusiasm is positively infectious here. So, over the next five games, we're both predicting three and two as a result. Um, I might trade the Portland game for... Uh, one of the the Clippers or Lakers yeah. gave it. In any case, three and two of the next five games keep us above 500 and most importantly is, would keep us there in that probably seventh spot in the West.
0: This has kind of been the mood swing episode. You know, we've talked about a buzzkill all-star game injury. Then you come out of the break sounding like it's the best day of your life. Then we predict two losses and then we have a three game win streak, <laughs> including the biggest beast ever. So Yeah. Um, so
1: where does that put us, Felix, if we come out of this with a three-game winning streak, as far as where we're going to land at the end of the season? We talked earlier about how we might need to get to 46 wins to lock up, a top-five mm-hmm. playoff seed. I don't know if that's going to happen, but what do you think? Will we get that sixth seed and avoid the plan, or are we doomed to be I mean, the yet
0: again, we're so close to the 12th. We're so close to the like, fourth seed. Yeah. I just think when Curry comes back, we're going to make one final push. We have a tough schedule. But I'm predicting a six seed. It's very bold of me. I know we probably won't get it, but well, I actually don't know we we'll probably won't get it because I'm predicting. Uh, but I really am. I really am hoping for it, and I am predicting us being the sixth seed and the Mavericks being the second, just because they're still kind of figuring out where. Well, if at. we're
1: the sixth seed right now, the Kings are the three seed. So in that first round of the playoffs, that'll be an exciting Northern California showdown if we played the Kings.
0: I mean, it we could drive around. to one of the games two hours away, come back for game two.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Cancel our plans, everybody. So you're on the verge of booking a ticket to Sacramento. Mm-hmm. And I'm cautiously optimistic, too. I think a lot hinges on what you said about that injury. and If, when he comes back, hopefully nobody else knocked out. Hopefully Draymond's not out for a while. But I don't know. i got to be an optimist. Until we're beaten, we're the champs. So I'm with you. I think we still got a shot at this number six seed.
0: Okay, well, some great topics of conversation, episode 45, a very interesting episode, and we will see you next time on Untucked Shorts.
1: Shorts. See you later, everybody.